You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, warrior friends. Today is a really special warrior conversation. Um, Welcome to our home. This is my sister, Katie Cummins. (laughs) Hey, everyone. (laughs) How cool is this? Like, you're joining me for a warrior conversation. Normally, warrior conversations, somebody is joining in to the live, and um, I actually get to have this conversation with you in real life, which is kind of cool. On our kitchen cabinet. Yeah. So we thought today would be fun. You know, last month, um, the time that we're recording this, it is July. And in June, we had the opportunity to go to the land of Israel together as sisters. And um, what an experience. So we wanted to today just invite you into our home virtually and talk about our experience, our adventure in the land of Israel. Um, Unique way of even getting there. It was a (laughs) Christmas gift in 2019. Um, Our parents gifted Katie and I the opportunity to go and um, well, 2020 happened. So our (laughs) trip was put on pause and we waited patiently until June, 2023. Um, so it just, it was worth the wait. It was an incredible adventure. And, um, yeah, so we're going to dive in before we do, I do want to take a moment to let Katie introduce herself. For those of you who may not know my sister, as I call her, my warrior sister, best friend, Katie. So Katie, just like a quick intro. Somebody's a new friend to you. Um, who are you? What do you do? What are you training for right now? Fill us in. All right. Well, I'm Katie, and I am Emily's uh, younger sister. I am a next-gen director at Church of Hope, so I have the honor and privilege of leading our children's and our student ministries. And um, as she alluded to, what am I training for? I am training for a half Ironman um, this year, so a 70.3 Ironman. Yeah, you're tough. (laughs) She's a warrior. I, I actually genuinely just try to keep up with Katie all the time. Um, she is the Enneagram 7 to this Enneagram 1, and mm-hmm. I am just so thankful that God blessed me with you as my sister and best friend. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, all right, so we went to the land of Israel with Church of Hope's mission partner, our mission partner firm, Fellowship of Israel Related Ministries. And it's so, so amazing and such a privilege to partner with them um, as we're partnering with people in the land to discover hope in Jesus, hope in Yeshua, and then to be in the land of Israel with them was just incredible. And so before I share my favorite part of our experience, I mean, we, we were there for 10 days. We went to all the sites. Um, I mean, amazing. But I'm going to tee Katie up first. So Katie, <laughs> like what was, and I know we did a ton in 10 days. I feel like even four weeks after our trip, I'm still processing everything. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all of that, what is something that really stood out to you as just like a memorable moment that you're hanging on to for a, a long time? Oh, I don't even know where to start because there's just so many, like you said, as to like processing all of them. And I think we have some similar, similar mm-hmm. ones. So I will share like one that means a lot to me. So I went to that trip, like praying and asking God for a specific prayer. Mm-hmm. 
I went going, asking and praying for him to help me break free from just some strongholds that have been gripping my life the past couple of years from anxiety and fear and panic and just some of that, um, that has, I've been experiencing some of my mindsets and soundtracks and all that. And so I went praying, okay, God, I'm ready for a breakthrough and I need your help. And so there were like a lot of different little moments along the trip that he really spoke to me. And um, in so many of the places, it was through like the foundations of how even the cities were built. Mm -hmm. And um, so one of the places that we had the privilege to go to, um, Megiddo, um, which is um, Armageddon, as we would call it. Um, and it was a fortified city that King Solomon fortified. And one of the things um, as we were walking through was we saw the gates of the city. And um, you knew it was a fortified city because of all of the gates. And there were six gates. Um, and those gates were meant to protect the city. So somebody coming to the city would have to stop through every single checkpoint, so to speak. Um, before they actually made it into the city. And um, it was just a wonderful, beautiful picture of what God is teaching me on how to fortify my mind and my life. And so I can break free from different strongholds in my life, whether that is anxiety or fear or comparison and insecurity or whatever it is, I can fortify those by creating some checkpoints. So when the thoughts and the lies and the doubts try to get into my mind, into my heart, um, I have these fortified gates, so to speak. Um, so that was just a cool, like, seeing that um, and uh, learning how to really put some um, fortified gates in my life. That's powerful. Like, it's <laughs> really, really powerful. And, I mean, I remember on the trip, one of my favorite things, almost at the end of every day, Katie and I would look at each other and be like, okay, so, like, what's your takeaway from today? What are you processing today? And I remember us having mm -hmm. a conversation about those fortified gates. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you're willing to share, what are some of those practical gates that you're setting up in your mind? Because I know for all of us watching, we all experience our own fear, anxiety, mm -hmm. frustrations, worry, panic-filled moments. And so what are some practical things that you're adopting now that might be helpful for all of us on our becoming journeys? Uh, so first and foremost is my time with Jesus every day, actually getting in his presence, in his word. Um, and I have, I have, ex I used to um, just go read the word and be like, I'm ready for my day. And um, I've expanded that. And now I'm like, I can't not do my one hour every morning. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's reading his word, it's reading another devotional to even help me learn how to apply it. It's really journaling and talking to him and then also wrapping it up um, by turning on praise worship and just singing and, and praising God. So time mm -hmm. with Jesus is one of those fortified gates and that's the first and foremost. Um, another one is um, my physical health and, um, and putting um, that as a priority and being active and so um, I already had had the goal for myself to do this Ironman, um, but really starting to take it seriously and not, um, not shy away or cancel on myself when I'm just tired after work, but actually getting up and, and, and running, cycling, swimming, all those things. Um, and then um, hydration and sleep. Those are just a few practical ones that um, come to my mind first. Yeah, those so. are so good. Like, thanks for sharing those practical things that we can all apply. Um, that's really good. I know one of my favorite things, and you know, like I said at the beginning, I mean, we can walk you through every site that we went to, but I mean, then our warrior conversation <laughs> would be really long, but um, we went everywhere. And 
truly my favorite thing was just having my Bible with me. Um, and our guide is a Messianic believer. So he would open up his Bible and read like, Hey, this happened where you're standing. And he would point that out to us and the physical proof that God is who he says he is. And so for me, having grown up, a pa- we're pastors, daughters. Um, we have very much been around Bible stories. We've been in church, we've read the Bible. Um, and so for me, having God's word and then walking in the places where what I've grown up reading, mm-hmm. um, being in that space. I mean, one day we went to the Valley of Elah yep. where David defeated Goliath. And I had the privilege earlier this year to teach that story at Church of Hope. And so to be standing in the place where I have read about it, mm-hmm. I have had the privilege of talking and teaching about it, and to see it come to life in a fresh way was just amazing. Um, I absolutely loved that. Just coming to coming to life. Now, I also have a photo. Katie printed this picture for me to just keep and you might be like, okay, selfie in front of like a pillars or something. Like what does that mean? So Katie, like share with us the significance of this photo, where we're standing and the pillar that's behind us right there. <laughs> Um, okay, so we were in Magdala, and um, this is the, the city where Mary Magdalene uh, was from. And so um, what was really special about being there and um, kind of walking in that space um, was um, Jesus values and women. He mm-hmm. values women and gives us a voice. Um, he values men and gives them a voice. He values his people. creation, yeah. people. Um, but one thing that they did in mm-hmm. the space of Magdala, there was a chapel where there were different um, rooms that you could go off of and pray. And um, there are beautiful mosaics. But in the atrium, so in the center, there were um, seven pillars. And each pillar was dedicated to a woman of faith from the Bible. So her name was engraved on it. So we saw Mary and Martha, Mary Magdalene, um, Simon Peter's mother-in-law. We saw uh, all of these names. But this one in this picture is blank. And there was no name engraved on it because this pillar um, is dedicated to women of faith of all time, all around the world. And so we just thought that was like really special being able to be included and a part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, Katie, I mean, Jesus values people. Mm -hmm. And so standing and seeing this physical reminder and then just the thought process architecturally Mm -hmm. um, to remind women of all time, like if you're a warrior woman watching this, you have a voice, Mm -hmm. you matter, um, you are a leader, you're a warrior, you're becoming, um, don't shy away from how God has uniquely purposed you to use your voice and to make a difference. And so we both loved that reminder. And, um, I think that's one of my favorite pictures from the entire trip. Um, so any other like spots stand out to you that you wanted to share? Um, I mean, so many. It was an honor and privilege. We got to baptize each other in the Jordan River, um, and so that was just really special. Um, But the first day, actually, we went to um, Caesarea, and this was a really special place for us as believers um, because this was the place where um, the gospel first went out to 
all nations. And um, so just being able to stand in the place where um, the disciples and Paul um, really heard that Jesus is for everyone and yeah. sent it out was cool and special. Yeah. No, that was so cool. Yeah. Um, the tour that we went on was also called an adventure tour. <laughs> so we went to all of the traditional sites. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also had the privilege to like, we kayaked, we went um, hiking, like a five hour hike. It was amazing. Um, Two pools with a waterfall that you could swim in. We rode camels. <laughs> we um, camped in a Bedouin campsite. Yep. We love you too, Alexis. Thanks for joining. <laughs> in um I mean but we just did some really cool adventurous things and what was fun to be able to do that with my sister so I referenced at the beginning of our warrior conversation I'm an Enneagram one Katie's an Enneagram seven and if you're not familiar with Enneagram it is a personality resource and tool that just helps you understand how you're wired how you can continue growing becoming who I'd made you to be kind of like Myers-Briggs um disc whatever tool or resource you prefer but we have utilized the Enneagram. And so your seven is a little bit more adventurous, like go with the flow, have fun. And your one is a little more like type A, um, not all ones, this is gonna overclassify, but this type one, um, your my color, like closet is color coded, <laughs> like everything's clean, like I'm very, so we're very opposite, Katie and I. Um, you trying to say I'm messy? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, no, we have our own system. <laughs> But, um, but we're opposite and I think that that's awesome because she always helps pull me out of, um, some of my like structure or order. And so going on an adventure tour, which would pull me a little bit more naturally out of my comfort zone was just so much fun. Like I'm not a camping kind of gal and, um, (laughs) or I would maybe go glamping as some people would classify it, but being able to like literally camp in the desert with Katie, ride a camel with her, just make all of these incredible memories was special for me. Yes, um, it was special for me too. Yeah, and I'm going to like treasure that for forever. And then walking where Jesus walked, yeah. seeing the Bible come to life. And um, I mean, do you want to share the baptism story? Because I didn't remember the significance of this until I think after we ba- we baptized each other. Uh-huh. And Katie tells me what she's about to tell you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so one of my other favorite parts about the tour was we were on it with a a ton of other young adults um, from all around the world. And um, so we were just getting to know, making friends and um, on bus rides, sharing our stories with everyone. And I was sharing my story one day of um, how growing up as a PK, um, I was always raised knowing who Jesus is and that he loves me. But when it really clicked and it was the decision for me, I was 10 years old. And so it was in Sunday school um, one morning, uh, Zone 56. Um, shout out Mr. Bill and Ms. Deb. <laughs> they were my Sunday school teachers and they were teaching that day and whatever they said, I don't remember what they said. I just remember that they always, um, were present and, and teaching me the truth of God's word. And it clicked for me that day. And in my heart and to myself, I prayed and I was like, okay, God, let, like, let's do this. Um, be my savior, my forever best friend. And later that afternoon, we're driving to Pittsburgh um, airport to drop our dad off um, at the airport. And I just casually in Katie fashion, oh, by the way, guys, I became a Christian today. <laughs> my whole family is like, wait, what? And so we talked about it and my decision and my understanding. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, well, this is awesome. Hey, Emily, big sis, mm-hmm. how about you pray with Katie? And let's mm-hmm. just like um, seal this moment. And so Emily prayed with me again, um, that day when I chose to become a Christ follower 
And, and how old were you then? Ten. I ten. was ten. Ten. Um, and yes, I was baptized um, a couple mm-hmm. weeks later. Um, but when we went to Israel and we got, um, we, we had the privilege to go to the Jordan River and be baptized, mm-hmm. um, we were like, this will be special. Let's baptize each other. Well, this year, 2023, I turned 30. And so I told Emily, how cool, 20 <laughs> years later, um, you were able to baptize me mm-hmm. after um, praying with me to um, start my relationship with Jesus. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That was special. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, you know, you shared something practical and tangible that you're walking away from this trip with. And we've shared like all of the really cool things, right? From the sights and the experiences. We didn't even mention how amazing the food is. Food's amazing. Um, I discovered a new found love for chocolate croissants <laughs> in Israel. Um, so, I mean, absolutely epic trip. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Bible come to life, walking where Jesus walked, seeing the evidence of what we believe amazing and um, I highly recommend if you're not already to follow firm um, mm-hmm. fellowship of Israel related ministries on Instagram you can check out their website they have a ton of resources so you can really virtually see a lot of what we're talking about and yeah. in the replay of this I will include in the show notes that link so you can check it out and follow them um, but I think also importantly Anytime we have a life like changing experience, um, whether you're getting away for a few days, you're going on a family trip, a vacation, you're going to another country, um, you're doing something like this where you're going to experience um, just something new and you're going into the trip like Katie shared, um, praying something specifically, asking God to reveal something to you, to speak to you in a new way or to break down a stronghold. it's, it's also important to notice what he taught you or said to you during that time and then what you're going to take away, not just you know all the highlights and all the pictures and then back to life as normal. And so one of the things that I thought through coming back from Israel was what is something that I did differently throughout the course of those 10 days mm-hmm. and that I don't want to restart. You know, they say like a habit, it takes 14 to 30-ish days, mm-hmm. right? Two to four weeks a month um, to start a new habit. And when I was in Israel, you may or may not have noticed, but um, I didn't post anything while I was there. I very much was off of social media during that time. I was very present. I was engaged in what was happening with me, um, with us in the land of Israel and what God was saying. And there's something freeing and fresh about not constantly having your phone in your hand and when you have a free moment, scrolling. I'm about social media. Um, Becoming TV and I are on social media. I'm not going anywhere. Um, But there also is wisdom in leveraging how and when you're scrolling, how and when you're posting and checking in. Because what we consume does affect us. And so... If you want to be consumed with, as Katie shared, those gates coming into your life and positivity, the joy of God, different things like that, first consuming this and the healthy habits that Katie outlined rather than scrolling first. So before Israel, I noticed I was doing a lot of checking in and scrolling and um, maybe being on social media a little bit more just for fun um, because I had a few moments in between here, in between there. And in Israel, I was just on do not disturb mode. (laughs) And uh, so coming back, I'm not living in do not disturb mode. I want to have relationship with people and have the social side of social media. Um, 
and, and really leverage this tool and resource to partner with people to discover hope in Christ and become who God made them to be. But I also don't want to be caught in just scrolling because what else am I doing right now? I want to fill my mind with the truth of God's word, incredible conversations, or I'm not going to be signing up for a half Ironman. <laughs> But going on a walk, listening, doing things, being present in life um, while I leverage the tool and resource. So that's something that I was thinking about. So much of what I do um, is digital. And so finding that balance to be in and off. So that was one of the things that I am taking and applying. So it was an incredible trip. Anything else that you would want to share? Book your trip today. <laughs> just kidding. No, but like Emily said, it was just like, it was life changing to be able to um, really see God's word come to life. We both have talked about this um, and said this sentence to each other like, we already believe God mm-hmm. and believe Him at His word. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really special to just kind of see Him deepen that yeah. faith um, and belief through some tangible um ways that we were able to walk with him yeah Mm -hmm. and the cool thing is like we didn't have to just leave that in israel you know jesus came with us Mm -hmm. he is with you if you're a believer in jesus christ and um he goes anywhere we go and so you don't have to go to israel to experience him in that way um we get to experience him here by talking with him. And so that's why I think what you shared is so powerful and in- incredibly wise on just those gates that you're setting up in your life. Um, we might need to do a whole other word conversation <laughs> on that. So if you missed that part in the replay, rewind, take some notes and check that out. Cause yes, I agree. Alexis, Katie is bringing that fire for sure. <laughs> Another interview to come. <laughs> so anyways, thank you all for joining us for this warrior conversation. It was just fun to be able to unpack our trip a little bit more with you Katie thank you for hopping on and sharing (laughs) and thanks for going like thousands of miles away on an adventure tour with your Enneagram one sister and just it was so much fun with you this is a very Enneagram seven sentence but I mean every word of it let's do it again again. what's our next adventure (laughs) exactly what is our next drop some suggestions for us because (laughs) 2024 it's gonna be here soon it's true that is true (laughs) well thank you all for joining us for this warrior conversation and um cheering you on big time as you're becoming who god made you to be thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the becoming me podcast if this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.